I'm going to deal with a show today that got three words in it that are really close to my heart. Hope, heart, and Georgia. Mm -hmm. And if, in fact, there's an organization that's got all three of those words in the name of it, then it absolutely must be close to my heart. So today we're going to talk about an organization that is called Hope for the Heart of Georgia. And God knows that we need hope. God knows we need more embodiment as it relates to having a good and a big heart. And God knows that we're in Georgia. And since we got to live here, we want this community to flourish. So luckily, this young man, along with my friend Bertice Rosier of WDDO and uh, Attorney Hill, I believe that is that is, is that correct, uh, Hill? Uh, yes, and Bertice uh, Colvin also. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. Bertice Rosier and then uh, Superior Court Judge Colvin. That's correct. And Judge Colvin came by my office, you know, to familiarize me with an initiative and an organization that that they've got going on that's important to our community. So I'm happy, really. I'm really just thrilled yes. to be able to uh, bring more information to the community as it relates to these individuals and this initiative. And I'm not sure, uh, you know, Todd is probably like, Todd Hunt is probably like me. He probably calls himself the chief bottle washer <laughs> and what that means <laughs> is that you do everything and is that and, and the reason people call themselves the chief bottle washer is because they realize that if the organization is going to be successful, all that highfalutin stuff is all right. But when it comes down to it, if the bottles need washing, you got to wash the bottles too. That's it. Yes, sir. So, so I present to you, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Todd, is your first name or second name Wesley? My first name is Wesley. My second name is Todd. But you go by Todd. I do, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Mr. Wesley Todd Hunt, yep. who prefers Todd. Yes, sir. You know, who holds an, uh, a position with this phenomenal organization. They got a lot of things going on, a lot of things coming up, a lot of initiatives, a lot of things that they kicked off, and that a lot of things that are going to benefit the community. Yes, sir. I'm more than a little pleased to present this some and introduce to others, Mr. Wesley Todd Hunt. But start off, Todd, if you would. Yes, sir. Telling us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you so much having me on your show. It's an honor, and I'm so thankful that God put this together, uh, the way we met. And um, and and I, and by the way, I love your pen, that light pen. It's a symbolic of, uh, it's so great. It, it's so perfect. And, and by the way, I got to have one more because I'm going to give a few away uh, along the way. Okay. But, uh, but that is a great thing. And uh, we appreciate that. And I appreciate what you do in our city. It's so important. Uh, but, but my name's Todd Hunt and I'm, I'm primarily a father, but I'm also the founder and owner of a couple of forestry businesses and a real estate uh, company. And also I'm the founder um, and some people call me the pastor of Awakening Fires Ministry uh, over in Fort Hill, Georgia. We have a Redeeming Hope Center there that uh, has one goal, and that's to see our communities 
really come alive. We, we, we feel like there's treasure in making, and we want to see that treasure uh, uncovered is how I look at it. And so, uh, so when, uh, when we got started in this city in about 1995, we helped start a ministry called Campus Clubs. And uh, that ministry was uh, birthed out of First Pres Church and then went out into the community and, and is still in existence today. And I'm thankful for that ministry and, and thankful that it's still serving uh, Pleasant Hill neighborhood. Um, but after that time, um, I spent a little time uh, putting, tent, putting tents in our, our most underserved neighborhoods. We went, to, uh, we went to Pleasant Hill. We went to, um, to Fort Hill. We went to um, Bloomfield. And we used, our mayor was, uh, was nice enough to let us use the recreation centers. And we went and just simply prayed for those areas. It was not a promotional event. We didn't raise money. And, um, and we were just so thrilled to see our people be encouraged. And, um, and so a small group of us from, from probably 10 or 12 different churches came together for a three-year period and uh, went to almost every rec center in our town. And uh, people kept looking at us, what we're doing. And they said, we're praying, we're praying for this community. Come pray with us, join us and pray. And after three years, we, uh, we were surprised when a foundation called us. Uh, we were a very small group of believers, about 50 or 60, uh, but all from different churches and backgrounds. And uh, the foundation found us and said, look, we'd like for you to start establishing hope centers uh, in, in this city. And, um, and, and I, was, I was amazed. Um, and and, and uh, I, we didn't know if they were giving us a, a new trailer to hold sound equipment or what. But, uh, but that resulted in that foundation. They had been actually, um, while we were praying those three years, they had started a Middle Georgia fund and they were raising money for three years and, and gave that to us. And that's how we were able to purchase uh, what is now the Redeeming Hope Center in Fort Hill, Georgia, the birthplace of Macon. So that's how things kind of got started. Um, uh, this past year, I'm a real estate agent and, uh, and Dr. Michael Youssef um, had inquired with me about, a, about some property, about purchasing a farm. And while I was there meeting with him in his office, the, uh, he told me about his vision um, for, uh, for having events and church encouraging events and city changing events uh, across, really across the globe. And he said, the first place I want to go is Macon, Georgia. And he didn't really even know I lived here. He just said, yeah, I know you're from, I heard you from middle Georgia, but he didn't know my connections. And he said, we really need to bring the church together there. Could you help us? And I said, Dr. Youssef, I would, I'd be honored to. And, um, and so his staff, which is made up primarily of, um, of guys that have been involved with Billy Graham crusades across the, across the, across the world. Uh, those guys came together and asked me to be one of the general directors for that ministry. And, uh, and I said, I'd be glad to, but, I, but if we're going to do this, I want to start something that's not going to wrap up when this event's over. And, um, and, and so far, we're about uh, two or three months into it. We're doing things right, taking our time. Um, and, and we're forming something that I believe when these events are said and done, we're going to have... Um, I think we're going to have something that's going to allow the church to mobilize and, and continue to have real impact in our city.
I think you muted, Mr. Habersham. Well, I guess you could hear me if I had my. Uh, I got you now. Yes, sir. If I had my mic on. Um, when you say have the church to mobilize, are you talking about pulling different churches and denominations and individuals and faiths together, you know, to, to work together as a unit? We are. It, it, now, it's any Christian church, but yes, any Christian church in middle Georgia. And we've started that mobilization with a few meetings where we invited some key leaders to come and hear what we're up to. And, and thankfully, uh, those key leaders said, yes, we're interested and yes, we'd like for, for this to happen. The great thing about what's happening is Dr. Youssef is, is not planting a church here. He's not trying to start a church here. He's trying to literally invigorate uh, the church in Macon. And, uh, and those guys, what, what made me really buy in was I saw that they were investing in us. Uh, their staff, they're putting staff here. They're in, they're literally have moved into my offices and they're, they're, uh, they restored some things and they are investing with their own staff into our city. And, um, and so we, with hope for the heart of Georgia have come alongside leading the way to make sure that this event and the follow-up is successful. And, um, and we are, we are just beginning, but it, but it's off to a good start. Talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Youssef. Yeah, an amazing man. Yeah. And, and here's the, we have, we have asked Dr. Youssef to give us some, some personalized input and he's about to do that for the city of Macon. He wants Macon to know who he is, you know, before he comes. And, and, and he said, look, I, I want Macon to know me, you know? And, um, and so Dr. Youssef is originally from Egypt and had a, uh, a significant uh, salvation experience uh, later in life. Matter of fact, his birth was very troubled. His, his mother was told to abort and, uh, and the pastor uh, came along and said, uh, came to her house right before she was going to the abortion and said, look, God, God told me there's something special about this boy. And, and literally the abortion was stopped because of that pastor's input. And, uh, and since then, he's been preaching literally around the world with his show called Leading the Way, which is on one of our local uh, uh, channels with CTN. But he's literally been preaching all over the world through Leading the Way Ministries and, um, and writing books and really building the body of Christ around the globe, particularly in the Middle East and in, and, and in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so uh, outstanding. You mentioned an event. I want you to talk about two things. First of all, I know you kicked off a center. I had a little luncheon uh, last week or a week before. Yeah, yep. Try to get some things going on in the community. So talk about, you know, what's going to be, are you just working on, you know, the big event and talk about it that you're going to have uh, next year? Uh, are there, you know, run-of-the-mill type things and activities that you're going to be doing from that facility? It's on Church Street, right? That's it. 404 Church Street is where our offices are. That's where we're located. We have we have put um, we we have our our ministry times in the evenings, and so the offices run during the day, and we we run at night. And so uh, people are welcome to come by and visit. Our offices are open from 8:30 to 5 every day. 
and um, and they can certainly come and get a pamphlet that shows all the details. I'm going to talk about the process, if that's okay, because it's a process. It's not just an event. Now, we've got a big event, and it's coming to the Coliseum March 24th and 25th. It just happens to be uh, falling perfectly with the uh, with the cherry blossom, and we're excited about it potentially being a sanctioned event. We hope that happens. And then we also, as you know, uh, are running into the 200-year anniversary of Macon. And so anything we can do to promote that, we want to be a part. And so we're excited. We're going to bring in some main, some big artists. And we, we intend to, uh, to have some, those events to be significant and good for our city. But what I believe is more important than those events is the process of unifying and bringing the churches together uh, not just for this event, but for perpetuity. I believe if we can do this, if we can pull it off, God willing, I believe it'll be a game changer. I really do. And so, so, so the process works like this. We, we, we have a prayer team. It was the first team we mobilized. And so we called some key prayer leaders around the city, just ones we were familiar with and said, would you be interested in mobilizing 300 people to come and pray for our city on a daily basis? Those, team, those key leaders are building that 300 right now, and we would love to have people with them. Uh, they pray, believe it or not, at 9.30 on Tuesday nights, which is the only time they could all get together, but they're committed to it, and they're making it happen, and they're also mobilizing people to, to set their own prayer times and lead their own prayer groups for this event. And so it's not just a hope for the heart of Georgia. If your church would be, want to be interested in that, we want, we want you involved. And so the prayer team is mobilized and they're going. And their first key event is what we call a call to prayer. And it's happening on September 22nd at 4 p.m. at Coleman Hill. This is, we feel like a historic event because our mayor has agreed to officially call our city to pray. And I am just, I'm thrilled about this. And, and, and they, you know, it, it's a, uh, it's one thing for people to say, I'm going to pray. It's another thing for a mayor to get involved with the authority of the city and say, I'm calling the city to pray. And so I'm, I'm so thankful for him and I'm thankful for the people that have supported him and helped him um, to, to, uh, to be a part of this event. He has taken part along with us with mobilizing other mayors to, to also hold their own prayer events. And, and I am blown away. They're saying yes. And not only are they saying yes, they're saying we we want to do this. It's critical, and so yeah, when yeah. we're in trouble, you know, when we get when we when we know that we have to have the help of God, um, it it appears we're praying, and so I'm just thrilled about that event, and um and again that's September 22nd, four o'clock on Coleman Hill, and um and bring mobilize anybody you can. Tell them to come on and let's pray. Let's pray together as a seat and um and really kick that off. So that's event number one. Um, you, any questions before I move? I've got a lot of things to talk about. You're being so gracious to me. You, you, you're the bunny rabbit and you wound up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. Yes. Yes, <laughs> sir. I, I, thank you. I'm so thankful this is happening. And so thank, thank you again. Uh, but on, on October the 13th, we're going to have a kickoff rally. And this is a celebration for the whole city, for the for the community of believers to get together, we're going to have it at Cox Hargrave Theater. We're gonna we're gonna literally 
we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna worship together. We're gonna pray and praise together. You'll be able to come and get information so you can get involved with our different committees, and um, and it is gonna be first class. And uh, and uh, the guest speaker, not the guest speaker, the main speaker, who's on our advisory council. I'm so honored to have uh, Judge Colvin uh, on on that um, on that team, and she's gonna be speaking that night. And um, and she is just, I don't know if you've ever heard her, but she is unbelievable. And um, I'm yeah. meeting with her in 30 minutes. Come on, that's so beautiful. That's okay. so good. She's a part of the Bicentennial Commission. So uh, we're talking about that now. That is yeah, so I know great. I know she is good. such a sweet lady and cares so much about our community. And to have her as our main speaker there is unbelievable. So, okay. uh, so it's gonna be a, a you know, it's a it's a community wide event. We hope that people are standing outside. I hope I don't have a seat. Um, so that's on October the thirteenth, and then we start what's called celebration involvement seminars, and this is where churches that want to participate with us in this, we come along and leading the way comes along and says, this is how you do it specifically, and so we involve them in the process. This is again, this is not about leading the way, building their ministry. This is about the local churches building, uh, getting built up and encouraged. And, and heaven knows we need it. With this COVID thing, we have really gotten beat up a little. And so, so excited about that. And then we're going to have what's called connection classes. And, and that is, uh, that's going to be January 9th through the 28th. And it's going to be uh, just a time where, where people can literally become a part of what happens on the March 24th and 25th event. Whether you wanna be an usher or, or, uh, or somebody who helps lead people to the Lord, that those connection classes are gonna be held at 12 different locations across the, the uh, city so that everybody can be involved. Everybody can be on the same page and, um, and, and we can go from there. But, but I also wanna just say the 24th, is, is a youth night. And for me personally, I just want, I want to share my heart with you. Um, I have personally buried and lost so many of my kids uh, to murder. And, and I am so tired of losing my boys, okay? And it, and it has been, my heart has been broken. It's been broken a long time. Um, but that youth night, we, we need, I need the help of making to make it special. And we've got uh, we've got a way to do it, and it's just it's by it's by bringing um, people that you think need to hear the gospel and need to get some hope in their life, and uh, that come and see event or, or events or process that we have got allows them to simply uh, write down ten names, people that that you that you begin praying for personally, and then uh, invite them to the event. And, uh, and if that youth night, I, I'm, I'm telling you that, that, that means more to me than any, anything, not that, not that the adults aren't important. I'm just personally, I've been so involved with the youth of our inner city and I've seen them, uh, just, I've seen them too many lost, too many lives lost. And, and so, so that youth night's important. The, the last night is the 25th and, um, and that's, that's a traditional night. We've got some, some big, uh, um, fairly well, well, really well-known singers coming in, and we we want to see that, of course, be be what it is. Um, it's going to be awesome. And so, so once that event's over, Mr. Habersham, um, we begin to follow up. And this office that's at my office over in in, in Fort Hill, 
begins to immediately follow up to make sure that these kids and adults who, who made a profession, they get plugged into churches uh, that are participating with us. And, and when I say participating, if they're not participating, but we're invited by another church, they go back to that church. And so it's so, it's just a great thing. And I, and I believe it could be not because of the events, but because of us coming together, it could be a game changer for us. Um, if, if, if when I see, when I see the leaders coming together across our city, like Dominique Johnson, Jada Sims, yourself, Mayor Miller, Donald Reed, Dr. Julia Daniel. I'm talking about people that are changing our city and, and on and on. When I see us come together, I, I, think, I think it's possible for a real change to happen. Well, I'm, I'm in total uh, <clears throat> agreement. Now, is, is there a mechanism for people to become more familiar with all of these events and and, and, and be able to enlist themselves as it relates to uh, want to participate and, and help and absolutely donate. Yeah. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yes, sir. So, so we have a, a couple of things. Our, our website is a day or two from being finalized. And as soon as that website's finalized, like we're, we're on the ground floors here, but as soon as that website's finalized, you're going to have it. And, uh, and that'll be the easiest way to communicate. I would be glad to give my number personally to anybody who needs it, who would like to begin to, to, uh, to tap in. And, um, and, and that number is 478-954-1149. We also have um, an office email that is office at the hope at, excuse me, office at hopefortheheartofgeorgia.com. And, um, and, and also a phone number, 845-0500. And um, so those are the ways to communicate. You can come to me personally, or you can go to the office at the Hope for the, not the Hope, office at hopefortheheartofgeorgia.com, or you can call our office at 845-0500. Well, that is nothing short of phenomenal. You know, there's an old saying that says, if it is to be, it's up to me. Mm, mm. And I think if we took that kind of attitude, you know, because all of us are concerned. Yes, sir. About the homicides, you know, the murders, you know, matter of fact, I just finished uh, a program on uh, suicide prevention awareness. Yes, sir. I mean, there are so many forces and so many things happening in our community but they are all addressable. Yes, sir. They are all addressable. And just like that organization is dealing with the links mm -hmm. and another couple of organizations gonna deal with suicide prevention awareness. And just like your organization is dealing for the hope for the heart of Georgia. Yes, sir. By generating an initiative that's gonna make a mm -hmm. difference. And I want to say this because I'm old enough and been around long enough, you know, to say it and not care who who likes it. Yes, sir. But it's up to everybody, man. It takes a yeah. village. Yes, it does. You know, we can't just get up in the in the morning and wonder who got shot. That's right. We need to get up in the morning and say, I wonder what can I do? That's it. That's it. How can I participate? 
That's it. He's helping to address and to solve this problem. And the last time I checked, initiating with hope for the heart of Georgia can be a way, you know, without a whole lot of pressure, you know, even if it's just praying. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yes, sir. Can be a way that, that that all of us can 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 be involved. Let me thank you, man. Mm -hmm. Let me personally thank you for your efforts. And then the, the reason that's important is that it's not segmented. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You're inviting, you yeah. know, the only thing you say, if yeah. it's a Christian church, let's go. They can come. Yes, sir. If it's a it's for a Christian person, a person who want to know about being a Christian. Uh, Come on. You know, everybody's welcome. You know, everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. And I think, frankly, that that could be uh, a sage way into making a difference in our community. Mm -hmm. I really do. Uh, and then we, we need to talk about how we can drive more people because this needs to be yeah. uh, promoted and we'll talk about that mm -hmm. but everybody in the community needs to be familiar yeah. with the website and, yeah. and what you're doing so we'll have a discussion at a later date but if you would go ahead and then if you've got some video of uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Uh, Youssef Mm -hmm. I pronounce it correctly? That's correct. Yes, sir. Uh, there's some video. We can add some video to spice up the interview and give people more of a visual. Will do. What, what, what Dr. Youssef is doing and what you're doing. And we'll stroll some of this information across the screen uh, for you. You got the parting statement. Well, I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be a uh, to be a part of what you're doing. And uh, I want to thank you personally for encouraging um, our black community. Uh, we need it, we need it. And, um, and I just want to thank you for your consistency over the years. And, um, and I've never met you when you weren't encouraging. And uh, so I just want to tell you, thank you. And uh, thank you for helping us uh, all uh, make, make, uh, make in a great place. Thank you, sir. Thank you for what you're doing and for all that you do. I wish I had a lot of timber so I could give you a job. <laughs> but I just got two trees in the front. <laughs> I understand. I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> they call me I'm your host, Alex Habersham, having interviewed Mr. Wesley Stodd Hunt, who's the founder, organizer, and chief bottle washer. That's it. For the organization Hope for the Heart of Georgia. He's doing a phenomenal thing. I encourage all of my friends and colleagues to help him and help me and help us be a part of the solution by getting involved. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Abersham. Have a great day. www.makingblackpages.com
Ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition.